episode of Small Town Gospel Podcast. I'm Alana, here with Alex, and today we're talking about holidays! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Shoot. So usually I have uh, some thoughts on the big topic of the day to kind of move from your... Hello! (laughs) To the thing, but uh, we're just talking about holidays, so you can keep talking. (laughs) Well, we will be covering the three major holidays. So right now, while we're recording, Thanksgiving is about to happen, but by the time y'all are listening, Thanksgiving will be over, and y'all will be, like, over being thankful and ready to be greedy about all the shopping and spending. It'll be great. So I figured that we could cover Thanksgiving, Christmas, and the New Year's in this podcast. We're talking about New Year's. I am not prepared for that. Oh, it'll be great. Okay. Uh, So, starting with Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It's a holiday about thankfulness. (laughs) Yeah, and we, in our pre-production meeting, (laughs) we we decided uh, not to get into the controversy or the history of Thanksgiving and literally just uh, our... uh, We'll take just a little bit of time and, you know, it it is a christian vir- virtue to be grateful mm-hmm. and uh so you have some verses to share about that and then we'll talk about some of our fun traditions that we do um you'll you guys will gather that this is a little bit different episode <laughs> than normal um a little bit more uh lighthearted and fun getting ready for the holidays and then we'll get back to the serious stuff uh after the last of the three holidays that we're going to yeah. discuss. So, uh, what are some of the verses on gratitude and whatnot? Uh, Psalm sixty nine thirty. I will praise God's name in song and glorify Him with thanksgiving. Psalm ninety five one through three. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the Rock of our salvation. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving and extol Him with music and song. Christmas songs. Uh, for the Lord is the great God, the King above all gods. For the record, the Christmas songs <laughs> is not in that psalm. <laughs> no. Uh, psalm 104 and 5. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And Psalm 118.1. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. So, uh, in scripture, there are many, 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 uh, Psalms and also commandments in the New Testament letters, uh, all encouraging, uh, the attitude of gratitude and, uh, you're supposed to express that gratitude and, uh, all controversial stuff aside, that is ultimately the uh, purpose of setting aside that day and, you know, the bountiful harvest and uh, that kind of a thing. So what are some of the traditions that you and your family have uh, for Thanksgiving? Well, I try to allow Thanksgiving. I'm, I just love Christmas. Uh, so I try to allow Thanksgiving to be a time where I prepare my heart to what the verses have said, like be thankful to the Lord for salvation and for his love and for his goodness uh, and prepare myself then for the coming of the Messiah. Uh, stuff for Christmas. And 
So in the world of traditions, uh, November 1st, I start listening to Christmas music. <laughs> That's not a Thanksgiving <laughs> it tradition. It is. And as I listen to Christmas music, I decorate my house with fall fun Thanksgiving decorations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I then... should have had somebody else co-host this episode. <laughs> and uh, so around here, Thanksgiving is the last week of hunting season. And so it looks usually, now that I'm married to an avid hunter, uh, it looks like spending Thanksgiving in that week in the woods, hunting, uh, and then planning lately since uh, I've lived here and have been married to Danny, it looks like hanging out with y'all and eating good food once the sun goes down and Danny's home from hunting. Yeah. Yeah, I would save a more recent tradition for me. I, I'm not an avid hunter at all. Uh, but the last three years, I, I think, um, Thanksgiving morning, uh, Danny and I go out hunting and um, <laughs> he has to deal with a novice in the woods of uh, making all sorts of mistakes. I, I remember one time he saw a buck where we were driving um, up to where we were going to start hunting and he saw a buck and so he's like get out and shut the door uh, quietly. So I shut it quietly in the way that you would like in town of I'm not slamming the door but but not quiet enough to like prevent the buck from running off. So uh, yeah that's been fun. Um, I am a football fan and there's football on pretty much all day on Thanksgiving and and, uh, that's fun to watch Uh, with the big feast of course. So um, yeah this year so the last uh, three or four years we we have spent Thanksgiving together. This year y'all are running off and um, we're kind of doing a throwback to an, a, an older Christmas, uh, oh man, I did the same thing you did, <laughs> uh, an older Thanksgiving tradition, which is uh, go to our, our friend uh, Sean and Brittany and their parents, uh, Dave and Kim Carlson, um, oh, for a uh, Thanksgiving feast. So, Do you have a favorite staple Thanksgiving food that you prefer? So I didn't know, uh, I, I saw a big argument about this online, um, I didn't know that macaroni and cheese can be counted as a Thanksgiving uh, staple. I didn't know that with, either. Uh, and it was like number five, and that's one of those regional things okay. every, uh, I, so I think it's more in the south of course, um, where that is included, but um, if I'm allowed to include that, I would definitely include that. Um, Honestly, the red, you know, turkey stuffing, cranberry, whatever. Maybe honestly, the rolls. Okay. Uh, so turkey day rolls uh, would be really good, fresh out of the oven, that kind of thing. Okay, for myself, uh, I love green bean casserole. Ugh. It's just like my favorite. Oh, you would love that. <laughs> I would. <laughs> uh, and. For so in the past few years for Thanksgiving, I'm just not a huge turkey person. I really don't prefer it. And so the past few years, my grandfather has made us ribs. That, yeah, that's <laughs> that a good has, staple for that sure. That's been probably the highlight of my past few Thanksgivings. Yeah, just like eating ribs. Yeah, 
Yeah, barbecue ribs. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, that... The actual food that is traditionally associated with both the holidays mm-hmm. um, might be my least favorite. So one of my... One of the things I like to do is like, let's do something, you know, let, let's have a really yummy enchilada dinner or yeah. something like that. Uh, and just kick the the thing you're supposed to eat to the curb. Yeah. Um, but it, I get that it's just the... Nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia <laughs> and what you're supposed to do. Um, now, uh, you have... Uh, I don't think I have any songs that oh, yes. come to mind for Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, am I understanding correctly that you have a song for Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, Carrie Underwood just released a song called Stretchy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about putting your stretchy pants on, being ready for the Thanksgiving dinner, and the leftovers the next day when you make like cranberry turkey sandwiches and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's worth giving it a listen. <laughs> uh, it'll make you chuckle. Um, get your stretchy pants on. Get your okay. stretchy pants on. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, segue to Christmas. Christmas! So after after Thanksgiving, um, it, that would be when uh, we would, um, us mocks would then shift into... Christmas uh, prep would be the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, growing up, did you do the Black Friday thing? No. Yeah, uh, me either. My family did more like if you really needed something for a Christmas gift or something, we would maybe do Cyber Monday. Mm. But my family, we don't really like crowds. We don't like pushy, shovey, nasty, grumpy people. And so we tend to avoid Black Friday okay. shopping. There was one time when uh, Natalie and I were dating, and I that just wasn't the world I lived in. My, uh, I'll put it this way. We, we went on a vacation to the um, Edmonton Mall, the largest mall mm-hmm. in the world. And we came back into the United States, and they were like, so what did you buy? And we're like, we didn't buy anything. <laughs> we went to the water park and the amusement park. Sweet. <laughs> like, so we just, even when we go to malls, it's not to shop. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, but when we were dating, Natalie and I, I uh, was just curious because you always hear about Black Friday. So we went at midnight or something to uh, a Walmart in um, Tri-Cities, Washington. Okay. And it it was a zoo. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, I don't need to ever do that again. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I thought it would have been but it was awful yeah instead the day after thanksgiving i take all of my fall decorations down (laughs) and i turn up the christmas music again and put up christmas decorations and start uh usually the day after thanksgiving uh i can convince my husband to also go get a christmas tree so that's a big deal so i try to like prepare our house first so it might be a few days after but try to prepare our house first for the tree and then we go hunting in the woods for a Christmas tree. Yeah, I think um, growing up, it was usually that day after Christmas when we would go. Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, yep. The <laughs> day after Thanksgiving when we would go uh, tromp around and find find the Christmas tree. And I never knew this exactly. Um, 
but we apparently pick uh, lousy trees that don't <laughs> look very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I learned that after I got married. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that is a fun... Um, I'm obviously not nearly as into these holidays as you are, but uh, the going out with dad, us kids would go with dad to get a tree. Um, that was always very fun for us. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I I genuinely do love Christmas time for the excitement of like sharing the birth of Jesus and the hope of Jesus with people. And I'm also just a sucker for wintertime nostalgia of Christmas trees and twinkly lights and hot chocolate and fun little ice rinks and holiday silly movies that are on Hallmark and all of it. I just love everything Christmas. <laughs> Uh, but with all that being said, the point of Christmas, which like truly in my heart, I just, the reason I'm such a sucker for Christmas is because like it is the ideal, optimal prime time for people to just have open hearts to hear the gospel message. Uh, there's something about that nostalgic Christmas thing going on that makes people a little bit more friendly and a little bit more talkative toward one another and uh, I've just noticed in my life that that's such a prime time to share the gospel with soft hearts have you noticed that decrease at all like as the culture changes so for instance um, the whole Christmas and Easter church attendance thing Mm -hmm. has kind of started to go away Mm -hmm. in the last decade or so Um, where the people who used to go to church twice a year now just never go to church. Yeah. Do you still still notice it, even in recent years, more uh, openness to those kinds of conversations at Christmas time? Yes, but you definitely kind of switch. Well, culture has definitely switched from Merry Christmas to, like, Happy Holidays and being more culturally appropriate or whatever. Yeah. Um... But there still just seems to be this thing in the air that people will at least, like, acknowledge that it's holiday season. And, like, will probably even say happy holidays to you just because you're walking past them. Sure. Um, And so I would say, like, definitely in church, especially with COVID, I've not had as many opportunities to just be interactive with people. But I still think that there's some thing that Christmas brings, Christmas time brings, that just allows open people. Yeah. Uh, So there's a few verses I'll read from John if you want to read from uh, Isaiah. Kind of a smattering of verses from the beginning of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the uh, beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, the darkness did not comprehend it. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming to the world and the word became flesh and dwelt among us we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth isaiah 9 6 and 7 says for to us a child is born to us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace Of the increase of his government and of the peace, there will be no end. 
on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. And from Luke 2, there's the uh, account of the angelic announcement. Uh, Do not be afraid, for I bring good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be the sign to you if you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. And in Matthew, uh, his account of the birth of Christ is short, so I added that in here to share to you of just the quick story. Uh, Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Yeah, so those are verses that we uh, come back to every year. And it is why, uh, whether you celebrate at Christmas time or simply acknowledge the the coming of uh, Christ as a human baby um, into the world in order to save us, um, it is something worth celebrating for sure. Um, mm-hmm. We would all be doomed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, if, if not for that. So, yeah, I just get so giddy. I. The gospel message is obviously what gives me life. And so I get so excited to share this message with people of like, when people are like, why do you love Christmas so much? That's a perfect opportunity for me to share these passages with them and say like, this is hope. This is like eternal life in Christ Jesus. He came down, he descended, like condescended, came down to save us. Uh, it's a big deal, uh, and that's honestly just where my joy for Christmas stems from, is uh, the excitement found in these passages. So, I have a question. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, there, are, there are Christians who don't celebrate Christmas at all for various reasons. Mm-hmm. There are Christians who celebrate it, but it's all like, remember the reason for the season, and they they don't do the Christmas tree mm-hmm. and the presents and stuff like that. It, it's very strictly focused on um, exclusively the birth of Jesus. Um, and then there's what you're describing, yeah. which is like playing Mariah Carey songs and decorating your house um in november and that whole thing um i'm this is not a criticism at all i'm just curious like 
knowing that for you it truly is because of the gospel and because of the incarnation of Jesus, um, what place, um, I guess, what's the reason why you have all the other um, lights and presents and stuff? Yeah, uh, just in my own personal convictions, I've not been convicted of the wrong of Christmas traditions, and I think that they're fun and they're memories that I can, especially now that I have a child, memories that I can make with him that also incorporate teaching him the truth of Jesus Christ. Um, And for me, it's all, like, in my ideal world of parenting, it's all about, like, the memory of and the opportunity to teach him about the Lord. Uh, And, like, instead of all the stuff, uh, I want to be able to, like, share special moments where... Uh, we do weird things as a family, like set up a Christmas tree and play Christmas music and dance around and eat junk <clears> food, uh, while also just entrenching ourselves in that time in the Word. And I just haven't come to the conviction of any like more strict yeah. regimen. If you ever do, that'll be jarring for those of us who are yes, uh, close friends <laughs> to you, because um, yeah, that's definitely a... Um, uh, one of the pillars of your your persona, yeah. your personality, I guess. But yeah, uh, yeah, and I th- I think there is um, w- whatever someone decides to do in regard to uh, the Mariah Carey music and and the Christmas ornaments and stuff like that. Um, it is important, I would say, uh, critically important that there is joy mm-hmm. in, in the way that you disciple your children mm-hmm. and then the way that you go through your your life uh in marriage mm-hmm. and um it's probably more important to make sure that there's true gospel focused happiness yeah. and enjoyment than to make sure that like you only ever think about um very explicitly uh bible things yeah and we <clears throat> have uh, in the whole one year we've had a child for Christmas, uh, we have made a point to also start traditions like uh, helping families in our community that are in need and in, like knowing that Jackson's going to get gifts. Um, we also last year had him, me, uh, get rid of a bunch of toys before Christmas and donate those to kids who uh, are in need. Uh, and then we also just like in that time explained to him and planned to again this year like that he is super blessed to be able to have all the things that he has and we give him things like socks and books and uh, things that aren't just piles and piles and piles of gifts for him all about him too. yeah so yeah. Uh, anyway I didn't mean to no, you're good. to uh, put you on blast there I just um that is one of those areas hearkening back to our doctrinal disagreements episode um as a kid i didn't even know that there were different opinions okay. about it so my parents told taught me that santa claus was real okay. it was pretty jarring to me when i found out he wasn't okay did you find um, out at school from uh, another kid no so all those kids of little faith kept telling me that santa wasn't <laughs> real and i'm like uh excuse me 
all you uh, non-believers can go kick rocks. <laughs> I am uh, going to stay true to my belief in Santa Claus. And then I think my parents finally realized, like, this is getting a little pathetic that he hasn't figured it out. <laughs> He's 16. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and, and I, I do think if they had it to do over again, um, you know, at, at this point in their walk with Christ, they, they wouldn't um, they lie to me yeah. about that. Um, <clears throat> and we, we will never... Um, teach Jason that Santa is real. Yeah. We'll probably do the Santa thing in the same way that you might like Spider Man or something okay. of like, uh, here's this character. Yeah. And people have fun with these make believe things about this made up character. Yeah. And um, then, of course, we'll teach him about the actual Saint Nick who punched heretics in the face. Boom! But. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's similar to what we do. Uh, <clears throat> Jackson has jammies that have santa claus on them so he knows the word but it's not something that we will ever teach him exists yeah. or whatever uh yeah so i think um that's just one of those uh when i came to realize that there was that range of opinions um i i was like oh wow there uh i don't even know what to do with this uh these other convictions and it's just one of those areas um we we have a gal in our church who's pretty against Mm -hmm. uh the the things around christmas and even the date of christmas because there's some uh potentially pagan origins Mm -hmm. to that and um we have a totally like live and let live attitude about that um she uh, she tends to not come there for a few weeks when there's a real focus on it and there's decorations and stuff uh, and we don't put any pressure on her or anything. Yeah. So it's all love, and um, I, I think it's, it's good to be able to um, live at peace with people who uh, take a different approach on these sorts of things. So, With all that being said, now on to the really pagan stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christmas music. Uh, do you have, okay, well, first, do you have a favorite classic Christmas song? As in, like, a hymn? Like, the ones that you know you're going to hear on the radio. Ooh, I never listened to the radio. How about you start, and I'll I'll play off of that. Um, well, I wrote down three. (laughs) The Christmas song by Nat King Cole, I feel like, is just the song above all songs of christmas music it's literally called the christmas song yeah oh boy it's the chestnuts roasting oh that's called the chris yeah okay uh and then there's a really cute song by frank sinatra called mistletoe and holly and i really like that one and uh of course you'll hear on every christmas playlist and every christmas radio station the Mariah Carey All I Want for Christmas. However, my favorite version is the one featuring Justin Bieber. So, and he also makes a great Christmas album. Uh, okay, so when we say classic, we're not talking like Oh Holy Night. No. Um, okay. We're talking uh, like Mariah Carey. <laughs> um, I would say, so um, as a 
as a kid, we would always listen to the Carpenters Christmas album while we were uh, decorating the house. Okay. So um, I think maybe a couple of those might be on the radio for from time to time. But uh, yeah, this section of the podcast will probably be where my um, slight Scrooge slash Grinchiness comes out. <laughs> uh, just because I... Um, there are certain Christmas songs that I like, but I listen to, I might listen to them in April, um, and it's not like this set-aside time of the year, and right now I'm listening to uh, podcasts that have nothing to do with Christmas, so... There you go. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> what is... Now you can answer the Hymn Jesus Christmas song question. Uh, what's your favorite? Oh, Holy Night. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was written by, uh, someone who was not a believer, but it, in my mind, gets right to the heart mm-hmm. of, uh, who Christ is, why he came, and what our response ought to be to it, and the implications of it. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit progressive and transgressive at the time, um, for the lines like, the slave is our brother. Um, but I just think it's great. Yeah. So, how about you? Um, again, I have a lot, but I think as I thought about it this week, one, I couldn't pick one song, so I picked one album. Oh, boy. Uh, if I had to recommend one album, it would be the Heaven Has Come album by Sovereign Grace Music, and it came out just a few years ago, um, but there are songs on it a few of my favorites are How Low Was Our Redeemer Brought, O Come All Ye Unfaithful, Once Upon and Hope of the Ages. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, And the album just so clearly shares the excitement of why Jesus came and the gospel message and the truth of salvation. Uh, And they're all songs that are original to this group, and so they're not as, like, overplayed (laughs) as most Christmas music is uh yeah I think let's see did you want to share your heretical songs yeah so I'll just put trigger warning uh (laughs) about the theology of the groups that I'm about to mention (laughs) I already know that they're garbage it's okay um (laughs) the there's a song called here comes heaven by elevation uh, and it's just... Gotta like, go throw up one moment. Okay, oh, whatever. Uh, it's just this beautiful depiction of Jesus. And I just love it so much. And then there's a song called Messiah by Francesca Battistelli. And I really like that song, too. Uh, yep. So those are my music plugs. <laughs> also... Uh, looks like... You, yeah, just keep talking about okay, your music, I'm just I guess. Also, if you care at all... Uh, I do have a Christmas playlist on Spotify, and so does everybody else, and their mom has a Christmas playlist on Spotify, but it has a lot of, like, all different music genres. Uh, There's country Christmas, there's folky Christmas, there's acoustic Christmas, there's Jesus Christmas, there's you name it, it's on there. Uh, And some of the fun new Christmas music that is coming out is by Dan and Shay, they're dropping an album. And Jackson and I like to dance to that when nobody's home. And anything Michael Bublé, Christmas music is my favorite. And For King and Country has a really great Christmas album that, like, is, I think, a genre that anybody would like. 
So, I actually like that one. Yeah, yeah, it's not rocky, it's not poppy, it's not folky, it's not country. It's just delightful. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now on to the stuff that you care about. Christmas movies. Christmas movies. Alex, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, I really love The Grinch, and I really love Elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, those both came out kind of at that um, perfect moment in my... Uh, coming of age <laughs> when you couldn't have had a better demographic <laughs> for uh, those kinds of movies and uh, I really like both of the characters and both those movies actually I, I mean obviously they're not Christian in any way shape or form uh, but the character growth and the ultimate theme that both of them get to uh, are actually pretty uh, solid, as Jacob would say. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, those those are ones that I really like. And um, I, I think because of uh, my sort of reputation of being grouchy about the holidays, I just enjoy um, playing up the Grinch and quoting him. All uh, year long. And, yeah. <laughs> Not just so, at Christmas time. Um, also, the Grinch and I share body types. We're, we're tall and Ooh. have a ah. <laughs> fairly large uh, tummy. So, uh, anyway, yeah. How about you? Uh, I also am a huge fan of Elf and the Grinch. Uh, and I have gone through seasons where I hate Home Alone, and I've gone through seasons where I love Home Alone. Mm. So, I don't know how to feel about it this year. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, and then there's the, um, eternal debate about whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Not. Um, I would say that it is, uh, and it obviously, um, you know, parents, uh, (laughs) be, be mindful if you watch with your children about language and whatnot, but, uh, I, if you count it as a Christmas movie, it, it would be up there pretty high too, so. Okay. What about holiday Christmas foods? So, uh, growing up, my mom's mom, Myra Mae Thompson, um, always made lefsa mm-hmm. for uh, any holiday, really. Um, but Christmas was the big one. And uh, so that's just one of those things. Um, I don't get lefsa very often anymore, but it's very distinct um it it's not something that i you know run down to the local um fast food joint and get lefsa Mm -hmm. um and so it's special and it is nostalgic and i i actually do like it um now i've heard that people eat it differently so we for us it was always like dessert like so you put uh butter on it you mm-hmm. let the butter melt and you put sugar on it roll it up and eat it yeah um, but i guess some people do like gravy in oh it or something, i've never heard about or, that like it's more savory than okay. sweet but. danny's family grew up with lefsa and yeah. so when i uh started dating him and then now i'm married to him that's something that they make every year and they do butter and cinnamon and sugar okay so. yeah i could see that but. uh yeah so that's that's uh, a big one and then um we my family just the last few years have has gotten away from the ham and i'm thankful for that 
and now um, we do prime rib. Yes. And that's really, really good. So good. So, uh, so good. Yeah. I would say that uh, your parents' prime rib is up there on my list, and <laughs> eggnog. I love eggnog. I love eggnog lattes. I love them hot. I love them cold. Uh, I like them in a box. I like them with a fox. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I love eggnog. Um, unfortunately, the past few years, I've not been able to drink eggnog because my child is dairy-free. <laughs> but this year, I'm drinking eggnog. Okay. <laughs> so. Nice. Yeah. I, I made my first eggnog plunge a week ago or so. Um, it's the one venturing into Christmas uh, stuff before Thanksgiving that I do. Because um, eggnog tastes good. Yep. <laughs> so. uh, notice in this whole episode, nothing was said about pumpkin pie, pumpkin spice pumpkin stuff uh i like it like enough to have it like on thanksgiving and maybe like one pumpkin drink but it's not my favorite i would definitely rather have eggnog (laughs) so yeah yeah. uh yeah and i i don't know if we have time to jibber jabber about new year's well let me just Um, tell you that i've never i've never like started new year's morning and made it to midnight all awake and okay. I've only ever really been up for New Year's like twice in my life. Okay. So yeah, it's uh, I love sleep, so <laughs> that's all. Yeah, I uh, around here people like shooting their guns. Oh yeah. At midnight, and when you're the one out shooting guns, it's fun. When you are trying to sleep, it's less fun because um, it keeps you awake. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, New Year's, maybe someday we'll do an episode on resolutions and stuff, I oh, suppose. Yeah. But um, I've, uh, the one resolution I ever sort of kept was um, starting January 1st of 2020, I started doing an intermittent fasting, uh, which is where you uh, only eat for a, I think it's a six hour window each day. And I lost almost 20 pounds wow. um, from January 1st to March something. Um, and then in March of 2020, uh, a, a little thing came along <laughs> that uh, got a little dicey for the world. Yeah. Um, and I fell off the wagon. But anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, we've covered all three holidays. There you go. Uh, to our listeners. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Thanksgiving, even though it's over by the time you're listening to this. Uh, And we will start back up again in January. Yep. Peace out. Bye.